0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. Remember, it's our pleasure to bring you interesting co-hosts and topics. So, connect with us often. We're looking forward to the next time we're together. Bye for now. Welcome to the Reset for Success show. We're excited to be here today. We're going to be talking about protection for you, your family, and your future. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Marion.
1: I'm Lady Lou, the baby boomer babe. And that was Marion LaSalle. She is our technical wizard she doesn't like me calling her that but she is and she's a podcaster and a trainer and an author it's so much more so welcome mary and we're so glad you're here too yay and our very special guest ah you're gonna want to know this lady i call her Dr. doctor doctor <laughs> she's got two doctorates and she's a lawyer that's what that esquire means i love that esquire it's so rich so say hello to gracia grace nicknamed grace shoemakers hi grace
0: hi ladies how are you today Oh, man, we are glad you're here.
1: Yes, we've been looking forward to this show for, ever since we got you booked. And and we're so happy that you're here because we know your heart is there to help others to be safe, to have to have their families be protected, and all that stuff, that the legal stuff that most of us know nothing about. And we have to trust our lawyers. And that's where you come in. You have the education. You have the training. You have the practice. You know what to do, and we need you for so many different things. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started to become a lawyer.
0: Oh, okay. good one. I know
2: this going to be a good story. Uh, well, the, the way I started was not, I think, I'm going to go to law school. I actually went to medical school. And I did not like it, but my parents are physicians and they were running their own practice. And I found that there was a lot of stuff that needed to be fixed in physicians' practices from a legal point of view. So I was like, okay, I'm going to law school to fix all these problems. And that's what I did. I started doing business succession planning for uh, medical practices. And eventually that evolved <laughs> into regular estate planning. and family law and this is what I do, this is all I do.
1: Oh, I love that because family law is such a needed thing because most of us muddle around out here as well. I don't know how to protect my family. I don't even know how to write a will. You can go online, but you don't trust things you find online. You need a real lawyer to help you write your will and, and your medical, uh, what do you call that? Power of attorney and medical directives for your doctor. If you don't have those three things then you got to talk to grace they're huge what are some of the other things that you help people with grace
2: well we we recommend everybody has of course like the medical power of attorney the financial power of attorney and of course the will we don't want to die but we have to plan and it's not <laughs> it's not what we do the, the way i see planning is it's a love letter that we send to our loved ones on on how they can go through the process of grieving without having to reinvent the wheel. It's like, this is what I wanted, this is how you do it. And it will get you through the process without having to reinvent everything and hope that the Texas code tells you the thing that you really thought I wanted wow. to do. So that, that that's how I approach it. Um, I think people need guardianship papers. If we have minor children, we need to have mini estate plans for children. Uh, mm-hmm. My firm uh, offers kids safety plans. These are the mini estate plans where we make sure that they have guardians short-term if the parents are in a car accident or delayed or something and then long-term of course if the parents are no longer there. Because what I find, I'm, I mean I have, a, I have a 10-year-old and the thing in my mind what would be horrible is to have something happen to him and then have injury upon injury to have him placed in CPS care. We have heard all kinds of things of, about CPS and yes, it can be wonderful but it can also be very horrible. And, oh. and this is a game of chance that I wouldn't want to play with my kid. And I anyone who comes into my office, I urge them to get a plan for their, for their babies. Um, oh. it, it's an overlooked area, but it's really important. And, and it's, it's one of the things that you don't know what you don't know until you know about it.
1: <laughs> yes. And then sometimes it's too late.
0: I love what sometimes. you said about, you know, looking after your family. Because my mom took care of everything. She saw an attorney... That could help her with her family planning and she took care of everything so when she passed we didn't have to think well what were her wishes we didn't have to think well what are we going to do you know how are we going to handle you know what's who gets what i mean she literally took care of everything and it was such a gift that i want to also give that to my daughter i have a daughter and two grandsons and, and i would like them to feel the same way. Like I care enough about you so that you don't have to go through that. Because that's terrible when you pass away and you don't have anything in place. People have to guess what
2: you wanted. Or they're gonna do what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Or to be just completely disorganized. I mean I have a client and a lover to pieces, but her brother died and, and she ended up with an estate that was completely in the man did not leave a will. He had almost 10 siblings from different parents and one of them was a special needs or is a special needs oh. and it, 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 not having a will missed everything up. She needed to be the administrator of this man's Estate he had not filed taxes for so many years. She tried to figure that out then she found out that his um, his partner did not leave a will or well he left the will but strange children were the executors after the brother died and it, it just got so messed up. She's now the, the administrator of two estates. She needs to deal with an SSI for, for the disabled brother. These are, it, it's so much stress, especially now in a time with COVID that we live in, that you should not put your family in there. The unexpected will always happen. I mean, that's the rule. If you don't expect it, it will happen. Just the timeline is is when will it happen? And um, and this family could have saved so much grief and so much legal time and expenses if, if it was just done properly. And and this isn't an, this is an example of where it was done but it wasn't done properly. Sometimes when nothing gets done, it, it, it's not done correctly. You know, I, I came across this website yesterday and it says your Google search does not equal my legal degree and really it doesn't. But so many people think, oh I found it a good so it must be true. And it's these self-made documents that, that create issues because I had a man I met him at early of the pandemic and he wanted to have a medical power of attorney. So I made him the medical power of attorney and I'm like, do you want to do the rest of the estate planning as well? He says no 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 I know this. <laughs> okay. And um sadly he died. And He made his own will he made his own trust the trust was not done properly The uh, it wasn't funded properly The will was not witnessed. There were so many problems with it that and technically although he thought he was covered He died in testate test oh. and he suddenly had more ears than he wanted to the strange children were part of it You get what you pay for and if you use your own advice for things that you are not trained in, That's you right. get this. It's, it's, it's the best analogy that I can have is doctors don't operate on themselves, <laughs> so we should not do these things because we have even less training. If we don't, if we're not familiar with it,
0: not only do they not operate on themselves, they don't operate on their family and friends either because there's, there's like blockades, blockades, blockages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never, I made up a new word, <laughs> No, it's,
2: it's, it's true. You should not make business and, and, and family and friends. You shouldn't. Yeah. And
0: that's, you know, this show is called Reset for Success because a lot of times we have to reset in order to feel good. Okay. Yeah. In order to, to feel like we have everything in place, that everything's taken care of. Lady Lou and I, this morning, we're talking about my my to-do list. So this to-do list, it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And one of them is, you know, to update my will. And uh, let's face it, I'm over 60 now, so I need to start thinking about what is it that I want my family to do if I can't speak for myself. So we have to think about medical power of attorney or power of attorney or whatever it is that you would
2: recommend in case right yeah. No, but it, it's, it's It's funny that you says said that you needed to update the will so this is an area where people really miss the mark Because when do you need a will? Well the moment that you turn 18 you need a document You need a power of attorney, because you're an adult your parents are your parents, but they have zero say over you So if something happens to you and they need to go and talk to the doctor or they need to get to your medical records, they don't have the access to this. Unless you execute a power of attorneys for them, your parents are not the people that can make any decision or access any information from you because of the HIPAA laws. The other thing is estate planning, like the the word has planning, is a plan. Plans change. Plans evolve. Plans grow with us. So, the plan that we have as an 18 year old is not the plan that we have as a 25 year old or someone who is in a serious relationship or in a married relationship or someone with children or special needs children or grown children or people that move around or, you know, as your assets grow, your plan evolves with it. So, this is not a one time thing. We people, I, I tell people preferably come in every year. It's like a financial plan. You sit down with your financial planner and we'll look at it. But at minimum, you need to look at it three, three or five five years time spent because the law changes. I mean, during the, this current administration, the law changed plenty. And with the new administration, whatever which way it will go, there will be a lot of new changes that comes with it because it's every vote. Okay, you, you don't
0: normally think about that. You think about only your own uh, situation changing. You don't think about the laws
2: yeah. changing. Oh, my but gosh.
0: Blow my mind. Oh. So like retirement,
2: the structures upon how we could inherit retirements have completely changed. So you need you need to stick with your professionals and not just your legal professionals, but your financial. And it's not it's like doing your taxes. I don't do my own taxes. I know a little bit of taxes, enough to be dangerous, but enough to cut my finger to it, I don't do it right, so I have a CPA, even a bookkeeper. And these these are things that are important. And I think as, as business professionals, the things that we usually miss is even though we perse- potentially have an estate plan, we forget okay. to plan for our business. Our business needs an estate plan. Because if we don't have an estate plan for our business, and we are our business, like most of us are... It falls flat. There is no contingency. The money that we thought our people would have that depend on us, it doesn't come in. There is no key, man. There's no no foundation to build anything upon. So if if you're serious about providing for your family, mm-hmm. it's a whole holistic approach. It's what are your assets? What could be your assets? What are your insurance? What is your tax situation? It's it's a whole bubble that we need to look okay. at. It, it's <laughs> not a one I know it's a lot of you're blowing our minds. I'm sorry. <laughs> i know we've got a lot to
0: think about and so you know add to your to-do list to call grace okay (laughs) i'm going to put her phone number up here so that you can get the phone number so that you can put it on your refrigerator this is how i handle my important numbers okay so i have my my the people that i know When you're nervous about something, you don't want to go looking for a phone number. What was her name again? Oh, my God. Where where was that thing thing Marion was talking about? And she had a guest on and she could help me. No. Right now. Don't even put it on your to-do list. Okay. Right now. (laughs) Write this phone number down. I'm going to tell you. If you're on a podcast listening to this, it's 832-408-0505. And um, I see that you have two phone numbers. Grace, what are the different phone numbers for? The second one is a
2: fax. Oh. So you can fax me if you want to. But the easiest way to, to go and find me is, of course, the phone number, the 832 408 But you can also find me online. Um, you can go and Google your legal GPS, and that's me. I'm your legal GPS. You can. Get to my website that way or GPS Lawyer will get you there too. You can make an appointment online. We give appointments um, paid and free. One is a case evaluation, one is a detailed legal advice. We love to talk to people, we love to educate people. But you know, if you don't wanna to talk to me quite yet, there's a lot of blog information, you just read up, read up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And you're going to want someone you trust. Yes, and you that's the
0: biggest thing when you have a lawyer. I agree. I agree. Um, if you don't know a lawyer personally, that can be very intimidating. Just the thought of going to a law office. Right. It's like intimidation for sure, because um, I if you don't know the law. OK, There, as you're driving down the road, okay, this is, is sidebar. You're driving down the road and you see an accident and you just, you know, you go by, but you go by maybe a little bit slower than you normally would, but you just go by and the police officer pulls you over and says, did you know it was the law that you had to move over when you see an accident or a police officer, you know, getting out of the car, you have to slow down and move over one lane. Well, no, I didn't know, sir. Well, too bad that you didn't know the law. Okay. Because you're still going to get a ticket because just because you didn't know doesn't mean it's not there. So uh, when you think about the trust factor that Lady Lou was talking about, knowing that Grace is there and that she's willing to talk to you and give you all the information that you need, that's priceless. If you think about it, going into somebody you don't know, so (sighs) here you can see Grace. She's nice. She's friendly. She's honest. I've known her for years. I can put my stamp of approval on (laughs) You
1: know, wonderful thanks.
0: Yes. Well Grace hey, I'm a notary. I can stamp you.
1: <laughs> well, Grace also has a very special free offer of a 10-minute consultation. You can do it on Zoom or the phone and get some advice real quick and know what you need to know because I my will is now a little over 10 years old and I'm sure it's time to change it or at least update it. Is that right, Grace? I would highly recommend
2: it, yes. Make sure she leaves everything to me, Grace. But even if you you don't need an update, having that conversation with a professional that can give you the peace of mind to say, no, based on your current situation, everything is in order will make you sleep so much better. Because, I mean, I don't know if you're anything like me. I'm a worrywart. I will I will stay up at night thinking about things that I should not be even thinking about. Like, did I do my laundry? Did I do this? Did, you know, it, it's human. But knowing that you took care of things, it brings peace of mind. And, and peace of mind opens up your mind to do other things. Like, focus on your business. Focus on your life. Focus on your kids. Whatever needs your attention, it has more brain capacity to do that.
1: Oh, that's beautiful, because it does give you the peace of mind knowing that your affairs are in order. I have a relative whose father was fairly well off and had different investments and stuff like that and money here and there. And he did not really care that it was not in order. And he died that way. And it has taken years for my relative to get the estate handled. She was the executor, uh, but it it still took years and lots and lots of money for the lawyers. So if you can leave your family that gift, then you have peace of mind, they have peace of mind, and Grace has done her job beautifully. So put that in your equation, put Grace in your equation so that you can get your affairs in order. I know it's not fun to think about, but none of us are in gonna live forever let's face it there is a date for all of us and why wait get it done now so that you can like grace said move on to fun things in your life
0: you know that reminds me grace can you tell us a story of a client maybe that you were able to help that uh, that would inspire us to get going well I,
2: I think I think the Best one I can give is someone who actually took that plan. Because it, it it's the legacy, it's the message that we want to leave behind. And, and and I had a client who really deeply cared about his family, and he made sure that not only that his wife was taken care of and that she could grieve, but that he had minor children, so he got everything in order. He got life insurance, he got he got a trust for the babies in case he and his wife were were going somewhere and something happened to them and I'm speaking in the past tense because something did happen to them. And these children are taken care of. These children have the means to go to school, to get their tutoring, to get whatever they need until they become self-sufficient. And I think as parents, it is our responsibility. And it's it's just a message of love. Um. And it's not a message of fear. We make the process understandable, but we also take care. The difficulty out of it. We will walk you through it. We will draft the documents. We will sit down with you and you will actually understand what's happening. I sometimes I get people that come in and say, I need this. And I'm like, Okay, let's tell me more. And then after listening to people, it usually is they need more. They it's not just they need a plan. Their children, their wife needs a plan. And, and these are things that people don't think about because we always live in an um, ego-centered position where we think. This is how we see the the world and this is how our world is. But that's not the case. Our, our, Our partner has a world view. Our children have a world view. And we need to make sure that whatever we leave is a message that, yes, I see you. Yes, I understand you. And yes, I will do my best within my possibility to provide for you as you need it, not how I see it. And I, I think the compassion in this message is is something that people really need because I think compassion right now is a little hard to find most of the time.
1: Uh, you know, what you said at the very beginning of the show has stuck with me. You said some of these papers, including the will, are a love letter to our family.
0: Yes, I Mm -hmm. love that. Oh,
1: I can. And of course, I know legal papers probably have to be black and white, right, on white paper. But if you could put a cover sheet on that will (laughs) or the document (laughs) with a big heart on it, and present that to your family in a little ceremony, wouldn't that be fun,
0: Lady Lou? You're awesome. Oh that would make it
1: so special and it's not about death at that point it's about it's living true. and it's, about life. it's a love letter oh i love that perfect oh it, there's just so much to know about the law and Grace knows that she keeps up with all the good stuff. She's in there and knowing what to do for you. And, and Grace, can I send you my will
0: and see what, what needs to You're be? Just okay? out, you have my emails. Just shoot it over. Shoot you know, it over. <laughs> we do have um, somebody in the audience who is uh, making a comment here. So uh, let me read this. This is from Karen. Hi, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Hi, Karen. What is the convincing factor you have used to get a will done? So many have fear and the cost of taking care of these ultimate responsibilities. Okay. Good I question, mean, Karen.
2: I, I, it's, it's a wonderful question. And I think we need to address the cost factor because it, it's not just intimidating to go to a lawyer, but the costs that people think are connected to it can be scary. Um, where appropriate and most of our planning is flat fee based, fixed fees, when we have a conversation, we listen to what a person needs, and we give them alternatives. And based on what they choose, the fee is set at a flat fee for what they need. Um, The convincing factor, I think the convincing factor is a decision that is made by people before they come in. Either because they saw a loved one die and they left such a big mess, or where people understand their responsibility to their dependents, and they're like, I'm not going to be like that, or I am going to do this, my parents did this, this is the adult thing, I'm an adult and I'm going to make it. The, the decision usually is based on the alternative of what people don't want to happen. And if people understand what will happen if they have no plan or a bad plan, the, it, it's result-driven. People know what they want, and they will fix it if they can. The, the cost of not fixing it is usually twice what it would cost to be proactive about it. And the timeline is, I had a client that came to me in December of 2017. There was no will. Um, we thought he was the only heir. He ended up having 10 more relatives he never knew about we are still in probate on this matter. So we're going into year three plus. This is not something you want to leave your family in. So I, it, it, it's really the what I do not want that are driving the decision to do the right thing.
0: And um, you see it firsthand because you talk to people all the time and their families and yeah. you see the mess that we make as humans. <laughs> Um, You know, I had the best case scenario with my mom. My dad left everything to my mother. He paid off the house when he passed. He had everything taken care of for her. And she saw how that went for her. She then turned around and did the same thing for her children when she passed. And so I haven't seen some of the horror stories that I'm sure you have. Um, Don't let this happen to you. Don't let your legacy be, God, they left us in a mess can you believe they didn't take care of this? I mean, you don't want that. <laughs> I'm not trying to put fear in you or, or make you do something you don't want to, but just think about how you're going to make people feel when you do pass. And mm. it's just a conversation that you can have with Grace. You just, um, Grace, I wanted to ask you how you handle COVID now. Are people seeing you in person or are you
2: doing everything on Zoom or how are you doing it? It's a hybrid. We, we do phone consultations. We do Zoom. Um, we do in-person meetings. Sometimes we have elderly people that are not tech savvy and they don't want to deal with it. I will I will deal with it in person. Um, the preferred way is to do things on Zoom and then come together for a final meeting or even just send off the documents so they can have it notarized by a mobile notary at their convenience. At a home. mobile notary, that's me. <laughs> a mobile notary. <laughs> they're, they're wonderful. <laughs> But it's 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 really what is right for that person. It's it's the same thing with estate planning. It's not a one size fit fits all. If you have an attorney that can draft you a document just by saying, Hey, this is what I need, think again. Oh well, Grace, I got a question here. If you had to
1: list the top three, four, five documents that the average person would need, what would that look like? What would be the top
2: five documents, let's say. Okay. Financial power of attorney, Uh which is also known as durable power of attorney, Um, medical power of attorney. Now, wait a minute.
0: Financial or durable, is that the same as just power of attorney?
2: No. So a regular power of attorney will stop at incapacity. A durable power of attorney will survive incapacity. So if somebody develops Alzheimer or dementia or some other cognitive disability, the durable power of attorney is the only type of power of attorney that will survive that situation. Oh, okay. So that's a biggie okay. for most. It's a times. biggie. It's a biggie. Um, I would recommend people to have a living will. I don't, I mean, all in this, in on this podcast today are old enough to remember the Terry Schiavo case where she did not have final instructions on how she wanted to be cared for if she is in hospice care. And, being too fed, not being too fed, being hydrated, not being hydrated, getting medicine—it's a big thing. Her parents and her husband went to court for many, many years and hundreds of thousands of dollars to to go at at it from a, a, a opposing point of views. So this is not something we want to put in there. We don't want to put the decision of pulling a plug with the lo- people that we're leaving behind. I mean, it's it's a guilt trip you don't want to do that you want to be adult you want to make this decision and if possible make a decision do you want to be cremated do you want to be buried um get an appointment of guardian not just for your minor children but for yourself what if you need a guardian who's going to take care of you who do you trust these are things that are very important of course you need a will some people like a trust there are many reasons why to take this um but again, this is, this is a personal conversation that you need to have with someone who does this all the time. It, it's like the difference between the general doctor and the cardiologist. The general doctor knows a lot, but not enough. And right. the cardiologist can treat whatever it is when we, when we talk about a specific subject.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have so. a question from the audience. Do wills have to go through probate or is this is a will all you need? And this is from Peggy Moore
2: okay peggy. thank you peggy uh a will needs to be probated so a will is an opt out of what the texas probate court says for it to have any legal binding function we need to have a court order to back it up so yes a will needs to be probated there are different ways to probate a will we can do it um a short way when we win the title when there's only a house or a car or We need to do a full administration if there's if there are debts and bank accounts and all kinds of other stuff But yes, if you have a will you need to go through probate if there's no will you probably need to go through probate too because I had a friend whose brother died and To get his bank accounts and his car out of his name. We need to go through probate and It was very expensive although the man was just 29 years old um. people die. four-year-olds died 29 year old died 93 year olds die. We, we don't know when we are called back. That's right. That's
1: so we right. have to be aware of what we need to be. So we've got a durable power of attorney, a power of attorney, a medical power of attorney, a will. What else?
2: A living will, a final directive. will. And a, a medical directive? Yes, and yes, and the and the, the hospice care one. And and I recommend everybody figure out what you want to happen to your body when you're dead if you want to be cremated get a cremation plan if you want to be buried get a burial plan these things are 50 percent cheaper while you're alive the moment that you're dead you have no choice and they will upcharge you <laughs> I, I didn't know that i don't I know all these things but that's the reality uh-huh. this will save you time and money uh-huh.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to encourage everyone to write this phone number down one more time because we're getting ready to leave. Okay, make sure you write this number down. Eight, three, two, four, zero, eight, zero, five, zero, five. And just have a conversation with Grace she is going to let you know exactly what to do because everybody's situation is going to be different. So she's going to assess what you need and you can take it from there. No obligation. She just really wants to talk to you. She is in it for the right reason. She has a heart of gold and she wants to protect not only you, but your family as well. I loved having you here, Grace. Uh, It was wonderful. Lady Lou, you're always terrific. And we're here, you know, we're live. If you want to see what we look like because you're listening to us on a podcast, you're going to have to come over to YouTube or in our Facebook group, which is Natural Curiosity. And, and we would love to have you on the show as well or in our audience asking questions. So think about it. Join us again. We'll be back.
1: Bye thank for now. you, Grace.
2: We love you. Thank you,
1: ladies. We so pleased that you were here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Welcome to the Natural Curiosity Podcast. We are live on YouTube and in our Facebook group with two shows, Wisdom Chats for the Curious and Daily Reset for Success. Be sure to visit our videos so you can see what we look like and be sure to say hi. Today's episode is the Daily Reset for Success. Now,
2: enjoy the show.